The Rainbow Skyline podcast is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know NBA ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, then shows you all the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the GameTime app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. Do you want to see Nikola Jokic's latest display of passing wizardry up close and not on TV? With GameTime, you can click on any seat in the app and get a panoramic view of the court. Kind of like how the Joker sees the court. So head to the App Store or Play Store now to download Game Time and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Rainbow Skyline Podcast. My name is Nick Kosmider, and I'm joined by my colleague Kendra Andrews, here to talk about all things Nuggets. Uh, four games into this season, coming off the Nuggets are a 109-106 loss to Dallas Tuesday night um, in Denver, uh, snowy, frozen Denver. Um, you know, the Nuggets, once again, offensively, just aren't quite clicking yet, and, and that certainly uh, played itself again tonight after a slow start, uh, particularly the bench, which got outscored by Dallas 61-22. to So we're... We're going to get into all of that, um, but before we do, Kendra, you are from Oakland. Yes. <laughs> you cannot be used to, you know, six, seven inches of snow in October. No. I uh, Today was my first time driving in, like, actual snow, um, and I was one of those drivers who drove 20 miles an hour down the main Spear Boulevard. See, those are the, those are the <laughs> transplants we need, right? The ones that are going to yeah. drive, not the yeah. ones who come in here and think they can drive oh, no. the same way I saw... Um, I saw some sort of uh, thing on Twitter today where some uh, Ferrari with California plates was trying to drive through the snow. And Giving us a bad rap. Right? <laughs> I, no, I texted my dad. I said, do you have to do something to turn the four-wheel drive on or is it just automatic or something like that? Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. He's like, it's on. I was like, okay, good. Or else I need to call in and say I can't go to the game because I can't drive in this. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was actually decently surprised by the crowd that showed up tonight because, yeah. again, just really weird. Um, weather, but but that aside, um, you know, look, the Nuggets tonight, um, after being the NBA's worst first quarter team mm-hmm. um, through the first three games, um, finally caught some rhythm going early. Yeah. Um, pretty much all the starters were involved. Gary Harrison's at three. Will Barton played really well tonight. It kind of looked in the first quarter like they had finally gotten on track, right? Yeah, I completely agree. You know, the first three games, they have really struggled in that first quarter early on, finding a groove and. You know, tonight they were saying a lot of, oh, once the shot started falling, the the bucket seems wider, it seems bigger, things just start to click and we could find a rhythm. And I completely agree where it kind of fl- – it was almost like an inverse of their first three games where their first three games they kind of struggled early on and then got it together by the fourth quarter. Right. And tonight I felt like they had it together in the first quarter, but by the fourth that's where everything kind of fell apart for them. Right. And, and it was one of those situations where, you know, look, they came into – to the night again only three games in but we're ninth Mm -hmm. in defensive efficiency playing really well on that end and I think it's such a such a point of emphasis for for Michael Malone is he didn't want to come in after the the way that they improved defensively last year Mm -hmm. and take any kind of step back so you know they kind of have gritted and grinded their way whereas we're we're kind of used to seeing this team in the past kind of play this a pretty free-flowing offensive style and so to me it is a little bit interesting to see the fact that they've come in and offensively 
they're not, you know, they're not quite there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of it starts with with Nikola Jokic, mm-hmm. who, um, you know, again, he he had the quietest triple double I think <laughs> in NBA to history tonight. Yeah, ends up with ten points, ten rebounds, ten assists. A lot of those kind of came came late, um, and, you know, and again took only took eight shots. Um, didn't really quite seem to be in his in his full groove. Right. Um, you know, and so what? What, what are you just kind of seeing offensively that's that, that you think is sort of a hang-up for this team right now? Well, I think they can't. They haven't been able to like buy a bucket inside. Heading into this game, when it comes to inside shooting, they were shooting seventeen point nine percent from five to nine feet from the basket, which just seems really low. For, that's pretty close to the basket, right. and especially when you have a big body like Nicola and you have other, you know, talented shooters. That just seems really low for them to be shooting that poorly. It got better when they were closer to the basket, but I just feel like that's a almost a fundamental shot that they should be yeah. hitting, and they just haven't been able to find a rhythm inside. When you're yeah, because when you're talking about five to nine feet, that that is sort of kind of that that mid pick and roll mm-hmm. area. So you're you're coming down, you're getting a screen at the top of the key, you're 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 pulling into to mid range right. shots, and, and that's you know again there's a lot of arguments about whether that's even an effective shot the teams are trying to make. Right. I think just as big of an issue. I mean they they've been better inside of five feet than they are yeah. at five to nine, but yes. they have been still the NBA's going into tonight with the NBA's only team uh, that was shooting less than fifty percent inside mm-hmm. of five feet. So you're yeah. basically talking about um, you know guys are not finishing at the rim. We saw yeah. it again tonight. Yeah. You know, Gary Harris makes a great defensive play in the se- to start the second half, but then can't finish the layup. Yeah. Um, you know, Monte Morris gets in close. Yeah. You've you just had a lot of these situations where they're not finishing buckets inside. Um, you know, and and I think some of it too goes back to goes back to their pace. They're not mm-hmm. getting a lot of easy buckets. They're the um, they came in t- today with the, the the slowest pace in the league, and that's kind of like a loaded stat because that right. can depend a lot on how much teams are turning the ball over, um, you know, just different aspects of that if you're missing a lot of shots. But the reality is, and we just heard Will Barton say it, we feel like we need to get out and push the ball yeah. a little bit more. And I, I think it's it's a little bit different for this team because you are playing your offense through a guy like Nicola who, I mean, he even said it a couple games ago, he's not like the fastest guy in the world and stuff. So I think, but even, even tonight, I think that he had a chance for a breakaway layup, dunk, whatever he wanted to do. And, it you know fell out of the basket so it's like even those easy baskets inside the rim it, it just seems like they're really struggling to put it in yeah that's going to be tough for them yeah that that's that's an area they have to get it get it figured out um you know again fourth quarter tonight um you know the nuggets they were down they were down nine with about six minutes to go mm-hmm. gave themselves a chance and they have had offensively you know, again, and look, they've played now pretty much four games like this where in the fourth quarter, I mean, all of their games have been single digits within eight or fewer points. So they've been in these situations now pretty much every night where they're trying to grit and grind sort of through the end of right. the game. And um, they've typically come up with the clutch shots. And, mm-hmm. and Jokic, for maybe as much as he's not fully in rhythm, um, you know, whether it was in Phoenix, uh, certainly his 16-point fourth quarter in Portland, yeah. and then last night in Sacramento, um even though he didn't have a good shooting night, hit a hit a clutch jumper in mm-hmm. the last couple minutes. Tonight they just didn't get those shots made. Yeah. Um, there was a, a possession toward the end. I think the Nuggets the Nuggets were trailing by three. Gary Harris gets a look. They collect an offensive rebound. They swing mm-hmm. it around. Jamal Murray um, wide open at, at the top of the key. Um, 
can't get it to go down. And so, again, I just think that this team has to continue to find ways to create easier baskets. Mm-hmm. And, and especially, I think the one area that they're really still trying to figure out is is the bench because the right. only player that got added to this team that's in this rotation is Jeremy Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well as he's played um, outside of tonight, tonight he, right. he was rough. He was 0 for 5, 0 for 4 from downtown, mm-hmm. um, you know, three rebounds, one assists, no, uh, scoreless. So certainly his worst game is a nugget. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I think they're still trying to kind of figure that grouping um, out yeah. and, and figuring out how to, how to do it on both ends. And, and the, the second unit, I think, while, while certainly the talent is there, it, their, their buckets are not coming as easy. Yeah, you see Malone use a couple different lineups uh, with the second unit, and I'm blanking right now on the one that's been really pretty successful for him. But yeah, I think the second unit scoring, they have a lot of really strong defensive players in the second unit, whether that's Jeremy Grant or Torrey Craig. But there, there does seem to be a, an offensive drop-off, which is interesting because in the first game against Portland, that just wasn't the case. The, the bench carried the team. Right. I think the starters all the starters finished in minus in the plus minus and yeah. all the bench players finished in the positive. But since then, yeah, it's been a, a little bit inconsistent of what they can bring offensively. Yeah, and I think I think that yeah, that night uh, that was the night that Nikola Jokic three fouls early mm-hmm. on. The Nuggets starters went down by twelve points. Bench came in and, and really started clicking. Yeah. Um, but there, there's a couple things that I think are, are going on there. For one, Monte Morris hasn't quite gotten it going. He was three for five tonight, uh, six points, had some nice moments. Um, but he's, I think, still kind of getting his rhythm back. Um, has isn't playing as much right now as he was last year. I think right. one of the things that's interesting is, um, you know, and I, I've kind of written this before, but there was a lot of talk last year about how, you know, the Nuggets won fifty four games. Um, in, in, in spite of the fact that they had injuries to uh, Will Barton right. and Gary Harris and to a lesser extent Paul Millsap and Jamal Murray. Um, but I think that allowed guys on the bench time to just kind of run, right. to get in a rhythm. Now you're playing 10 guys every night, mm-hmm. and so there, there's less time available for a guy like Monte Morris yeah. to try to get in and to get flowing. So I think that's that's been part of it. And then the other thing I think is that when that unit of five reserves, so you're talking about Monte Morris, mm-hmm. Malik Beasley, Torrey Craig, Jeremy Grant, and then Mason Plumley, you don't really have a secondary creator. Right. So, so, so Monte Morris kind of has to have a lot of that responsibility to get them moving, to get that offense flowing. I liked what Michael Malone did tonight was with about two minutes and I think 50 seconds left, mm-hmm. it was all the rest of the stars were on the bench, but he left Will Barton in there. Yeah to kind of close that first quarter with the rest of the reserves. And that took some of the ball handling pressure off Monte Morris, allowed them to be a little bit more diverse offensively. I kind of think that that's what they need to do is to continue to stagger, um, you know, those kind of lineups together. Um, But what, what else has stuck out to you? So, so let's, let's kind of zoom out of this game and just take like a, you know, a bigger picture view of, um, you know, just a couple of things, a couple of numbers maybe that, that have jumped out to you, uh, you know, kind of going into tonight. Well, I think something that the whole team alone had been really emphasizing heading into the season was the three-point shooting, and I think that that has, you know, really been a maybe not necessarily tonight, but in all other games, um, they they've really been shooting well. I think especially in that first game against Portland, that was something that they really hung their offensive game on, and I think that that was probably nice for them to see. So that was impressive for me to see. Um, because it was something that they said, you know, we want to improve on this. This has been a point of emphasis, and it wasn't just talk. Like, they actually delivered. Right. Um, I think Paul Millsap hit, like, 
he was like four for six from yeah. three point tonight. And I think that that shows that, you know, there's been a lot of talk about him. Oh, how much does he have left in the tank? Yada, yada, yada. But I think just honing in on those three point shooting and, and, and Nikola Jokic's three point shooting for through the first three games was really impressive. Um, especially considering the drop-off that he had last year. Right. He's been able to kind of pick it back up. Yeah, he had three second-half three-pointers um, in the opener. Paul Millsap has has been impressive. He hit his first mm-hmm. three, three-pointers three tonight, um, you know, finished four of seven. But, again, he had he had 23 points, eight rebounds. Um, you know, he I think he's been kind of the, the unsung, you know, kind of the – unsung hero so to speak so far of, the, of this season in terms of like they're not having a lot of offensive rhythm mm-hmm. um, but he's kind of doing that you know yeoman's work mm-hmm. uh, in the post um, you know creating a little bit of isolation action when they need it um, and again 23 points tonight came out really strong you know again I, I think the thing that um, you know with the three-point shooting that's that's interesting to me is that um, they came into the season and Michael Malone put a number on it. He mm-hmm. said at media day, we want to we want to up our attempts from around 31 or 32. Yeah. We want to shoot about 37 three-pointers a game. Yeah. And you know, with that was the hope that they would increase their percentage overall. They shot 35% right. last year, 17th in the league, and that was a pretty significant drop off from where they had been and you mentioned some of the guys like Nikola Jokic went from almost a 40% three-point shooter to low 30s last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Will Barton took a big step back. A lot of that was his injuries. Um, and then Jamal Murray was also another guy, um, and, and Gary Harris. So four of the five starters last right. year kind of took a step back. So the thinking was guys sort of get back to their groove, um, you know, as outside shooters look, I mean, Gary Harris, four for 10 tonight. He's starting right. to find that groove. Uh, Will Barton, two for three, you know, they were 11 of 32 tonight, 34%. So a little bit, a, a little bit lower than kind of that target they wanted to be to, to going into tonight. They were shooting, I think about 37%. So yeah. Um, but they haven't been able to get to that 37 attempt number. No, they um, haven't. And I, I think that part of that was going goes back to what I was talking about earlier, in which they've got to find a way um, to pick up the pace a little bit, mm-hmm. um, whether that's running off of off of rebounds a little more consistently. Um, you know, again, they only forced nine turnovers tonight, so it's hard to really get out and run um, when you have when you have those that low of a turnover count, but again, they're just not finishing a lot of these times yeah. when they are getting these fast break opportunities. So one way or the other, you know, come hell or high water, they have to figure out a way, um, you know, to just increase, you know, the easy baskets. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's turn to, I, I know you talked in the locker room just now to, mm-hmm. to Will, to Will Barton. Mm-hmm. What has just been, because again, you know, eight of 16 tonight, 19 points had like three tough finishes right. through contact um, you know, w- was kind of big down the stretch, helping them give them, a, you know, give them a chance again. They they trailed by nine, almost got back in it. Um, but w- what have you seen through these first four games of of what Will Barton, who you know, again, this was a competition for the starting small forward spot. Right. Um, you know, I, I think it was always kind of earmarked for him, but I think that you know Michael Malone wanted him to go out and show it in training camp. But what's just been your impression so far of of Will Barton? Yeah, I mean, and I asked him about that that competition at. Uh, starting small forward. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember at uh, training camp out in Colorado Springs. Uh, someone asked him about the competition. He goes, "There's a competition." I wasn't told about that. And then tonight, he was saying, "He goes, I'm just. I was trying to block out the noise. I didn't want to hear from other people that there's this competition or that I might not be getting it. Or you don't think I should get it and all that stuff." 
And I mean, I think so far he's been deserving of that starting role. I understand why some people said, oh, maybe he should be coming off the bench. And I think that like what you were saying just a little bit ago about seeing him with that second unit tonight, kind of anchoring it and being a facilitator, like I get it. But at the same time, I think what he brings has been really, really good. He's gotten his legs back under him. He said that the most important thing, the thing that he was most worried about was coming back at full strength. And he believes that he has. And I think that that's really important because I don't think that that's affecting his psyche of, can I go as hard? Can I right. make this play? Can I do this crossover? Can I do whatever? He's just going to do it. I think that's the type of player he is. Yeah. Um, but I mean, so far he's averaging 12.3 points. He's, you know, he's doing well. Um, he's shooting 32.1% from the field right now, which I think can improve. I think it will oh, Yeah, I think... I think certainly, I mean, I, I think he's fallen somewhat victim to kind of their overall offensive static, um, is that they're just they're just not getting in enough flow. And, and he's, Will Barton is always going to be kind of a, a boomer bus score. And that's why right. sometimes I think this fan base gets frustrated with him because they'll right. have these nights where he puts up a high volume amount of shots and the efficiency um, isn't always there. But I, but I think I th- if you're looking at Will Barton, you want to, you know, you'd rather have, have the aggressive aggressive nature, especially early on when, again, the offense isn't where it needs to be. Right. Sometimes you need a guy that's like, you know, pushing the issue a, yeah. a, a little bit. Um, but you're right. I mean, Gary Harris was in a similar boat to mm-hmm. Will Barton last year. Um, didn't miss quite as many games, but continued to deal with injuries. And it, it really is a tough thing. I, I wrote this year about, um, you know, about the core muscle injury. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's something a lot of these Nuggets players have had. Uh, and it really kind of just affects your lateral movement. It, it affects... Um, you know, just a lot of different things in terms of the plays you have to make on a, on a night-to-night basis. And he just was never the same last yeah. year. Like, you look at it now, and I, I think I wrote this in a story that was pretty wild, was like, you know, he has that 19-point game in the opener in Portland. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, this looks so similar to the guy that had the really good first game to open last season against the Clippers. Yeah. And sure enough, it was the same exact stat line, 19 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. And I, I thought just... Um, you know, really looked like that guy. And that was the guy that got paid the $54 million contract, the guy right. that kind of got earmarked a starting role. Yeah. Um, you know, so for all the issues they're having, I, I think Will Barton is certainly, um, you, you know, not, again, there's, you mentioned a shooting percentage. He has to, he, he has to continue to kind of find that rhythm, but that's something that they're all struggling with right now. Right. Um, you know, they have to, they really have to find a way to continue to get different guys involved and, and really, um, you know, I think it starts with with Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it comes down to that. You know, yeah. they, they combined for twenty six points tonight. You, you need more out of your two max players. Yeah. And you know, Jamal Murray is a notoriously slow starter. Um, right. You know, we've we've written about that tonight. Mm-hmm. Seven seven for thirteen tonight was his was his best shooting night. But again, right. zero for four from three point range. Had an open look that would have tied the game in the final minute. Yeah. Um, and and couldn't get it to go. So. Those, those to me are, are some of the things that they have to get clicking. They have to push the pace better. Mm-hmm. They have to finish inside because that's been abysmal. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and they need to get Nikola Jokic cooking. I, I think it's been interesting you know, to watch him, um, again, three fouls to yeah. start the very op- opening game. Yeah. You, kind of, you kind of almost put yourself in a, in a, in a situation where, um, you have those questions asked right away about, you know, what kind of shape is he in? What, what's, yeah. 
Um, you know, what is his rhythm right now? Uh, had a different summer workout than the previous couple years. Mm-hmm. Playing with the national team, didn't have a lot of time to to kind of do his thing, and I, I'm not sure how engaged he was with with Serbia over there to begin with. Right. And so he's got to get going again. He, he's had a couple of these times the last couple of years where you'll you'll have a stretch where. You just don't see it from him, and then all of a sudden he'll snap out of it and go on these runs yeah. where he's playing like an MVP caliber player. So yeah. if there's anybody, I think, on this team that's going to get more frustrated when the offense isn't moving the way it's supposed to be, it's him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also needs to be the one that kind of shakes that off and gets everybody else um, you know, everybody else going. So that's what I'm looking for when they get to New Orleans. Uh, again, Thursday night in New Orleans, um, and, and then in Orlando. Before we leave, you guys, just want to kind of remind you uh, this is this is our Wednesday podcast. So once a week we'll have um, we'll have this podcast. We'll have different guests. We'll we'll be we'll be looking at a bigger picture part of the team. We'll have different kind of segments that we do. This is this podcast. This Wednesday podcast is free on Apple, Spotify, um, Stitcher, wherever you, wherever you get your your podcasts from. Um, you know that that'll be on there. So if you like us, go ahead and go go on there to Apple. Leave us a five star review. Um, if you don't like us, maybe just don't, maybe just don't leave the review. Maybe just, you know, make a sandwich or or do something else. And then our second weekly podcast, we'll have at least two a week. The other podcast will be behind the athletics paywall. Um, so again, we're, so those you're going to need to get in the athletic app. Um, we have a deal going on right now where you can go to theathletic.com slash rainbow skyline and get 40% off an annual subscription. So not only will that get you our podcast, it'll get you all of our national NBA podcasts. It'll also get you all of our content from, you know, every sport, every team. I mean, we're talking European soccer for crying out loud. It's, it, it goes, it goes all over the place. Yeah. So, um, you know, check us out there. And again, we appreciate your feedback. Uh, Kendra, any final thoughts? No, just Just, like you were saying, waiting to see what happens in New Orleans on Halloween. That'll be Halloween and NOLA. (laughs) That'll be quite something. So we got to go because we probably have five minutes of uh, (laughs) snow to scrape off the cars. Uh, Until then, we'll catch you guys next time. Mm